Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Hey, Jim. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you? Uh, Joining the rat race, but doing well. No. There you go. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we want to send you to see Carrie Underwood. That would be all right, right? Yes, it would. Yes, all it right. would. All right, and are you getting married or anybody you know getting married? Oh, I'm sure somebody in my family. I've been there, done that, and got the T-shirt. <laughs> when is the when is the bridal rama? It is February 4th and 5th. All right, you can go and eat cake. There you go. That sounds good. So which one of these headlines is the real one? Is it A, woman attacks coworker with keyboard after catching a meeting or cupcake? Is it B, guy caught stealing boss's lunch and selling it in the parking lot for 10 bucks? Or C, a police dog has been accused of stealing a fellow cop's lunch? Oh, uh, I think it's between A and C. Uh, let's go with A. Nah, you should have gone with C. Oh, no. <laughs> it's the dog. Yeah, this police department in Michigan is dealing with criminal activity inside the station. And the perp is allegedly one of their own. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, a few days ago, the Wyandotte Police Department accused Officer Ice of stealing from another cop. Officer Barwig. Ice stole Barwig's lunch. And it's probably worth mentioning that Officer Ice <laughs> is a police dog. <laughs> Do we know what the lunch was? Was it a highly desired dog item? I thought it was an interesting name. <laughs> to launch an internal affairs investigation. Mm -hmm. In a playful post on social media, the department said stealing is not only a crime, but it is morally wrong, too. <laughs> As a police officer, you're required to take an oath, including a promise to protect a person's property. According to the report, Barwig was called out of the break room, leaving his half-eaten lunch on the table. Well. When he returned, it was gone. There you go. <laughs> you know you can't do that. I don't care how well-trained your dog is. <laughs> he witnessed Ice licking his chops. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the first time Ice has been accused. Oh, Ice. <laughs> it is unclear what kind of uh, internal departmental disciplinary action Ice uh. might be facing, but the department said they are considering Facebook followers' opinions on how to proceed with the investigation. <laughs> and so far, a lot of people are pointing out that the evidence sounds circumstantial. <laughs>
It's not for me, but I, I if I had a, a dog that worked at the you know at District Five in my neighborhood, I would I'd be cool with ice. You'd be cool with ice. Yeah, yeah. I'm so bummed. I'm not getting that other Maine Coon. Why? What? Well, unfortunately, he's so stinking cute and he's so sweet, and he doesn't like other cats. Oh well, hell no. So that's. <laughs> He's, He's not. That's this, not going to work. This particular kitten isn't going to fit in very well in the Jordan household. No. So I'm super bummed about it, but hmm. I, would, I wouldn't want to bring him into an environment where he no isn't going to be they, happy. They're raised with other cats, though, no? Well, they, you know, they're kind of secluded with their own litter until they get to a certain age, and then she brings them out with the others and, and it just doesn't play well with others he, he just growls and hisses and he just it, it looks more like he's terrified oh. than he is you know is he that he's way not he's siblings? not a, he's not aggressive he's just he seems scared Once he's okay with his everybody. siblings but um yeah there was but another the litter there was another the litter of no there was another litter of kittens and he doesn't do well with them and he's not doing well with yeah, so I texted Jen over the weekend and said, "Send me a picture of your Maine Coon cat, because my cousin who lives in Hazard really, really wants one." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Do you really know how big they really are?" <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, they're just so beautiful." So I was, I was like, "Send me a pic." So I, Jen sent me a pic. But then yesterday, Jen posted a pic of the cat actually standing on two feet, which I also <laughs> sent to her. It's like an additional human. It's like okay. a dog exactly. sitting up. Just tell your, it looks like it just swallowed a recliner. Yeah. Like, tell your cousin in Hazard they're called mountain lions. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Called Bobcats. cougars, bobcats. Yeah, with long, fluffy hair. Let's go find one in the holler. I'm sure they got one. Yeah. Yeah. So now I'm gonna wait. There's, she's got more kittens coming and. Hopefully next summer we'll have one that'll fit better into our oh, well, yeah. our environment. I know I was really bummed. I was excited. Yeah. yeah. Well, there will be other cats. There will be there. There's always more cats. Yeah. <laughs> always feel confident on your second date with help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Because, you know, you got the eight. I know. We got to have nine. Yep. Okay. Coming up. Pay attention to what you're doing at 1022 a.m. this morning. I know exactly what we'll be doing at 1022 a.m. Also, the best place to hide if a nuke hits. News that didn't make the news is coming up next. First, to check the roads, we got Denise standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Cold weather is coming. Shut it out with new windows from Universal Windows Direct. Hi, Tim. Right now, buy one window, get one free. They also do siding, roofing, and doors. Call 513-755-1800. Check out UWDSouthwestOhio.com. I love my windows. They've got that brand new 
contacts now. I had uh, glasses when I was 10 years old. I don't know if you ever had something like that. Glasses at 10, you know, somebody puts something on your face at 10, you leave it there. You don't know the difference. I thought I was getting glasses because I couldn't tell what my parents looked like. Because every time I'd ask my mother to buy me something, she'd say, what do I look like, a bank? And you know what I was thinking? When you're 10, your parents are the bank. You know what I mean? If I'm 10 and I need money, could, could I walk in and chase when I can get money? The teller's just gonna say to me, what do I look like, your mother? Take the road, four eyes. I also had braces. I want you to get this picture now, okay? Glasses at 10, braces at 12. I was thrilled to have these things on my face. I mean, you know, you're thinking about talking to a girl for the very first time in my life, I want a lot of corrective apparatus on my head. <laughs> this is what women like. <laughs> I, I said to my parents, let's not stop now. <laughs> let's get me a hearing aid, orthopedic <laughs> That's, uh, that was some very classic Jerry Seinfeld when he appeared on Late Night with David Letterman in 1982. Wow. Yeah. Jeff wow. and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Cloudy skies, chance of rain later. High near 50. I don't know that we're going to break 50. We're going to push awfully close. Uh, and then I guess some heavy downpours expected tonight, which we're keeping an eye on. Uh, right now, 36 at Cincinnati's Q102. Okay. Uh, pay very close attention to what you're doing at 1022 a.m., Okay. Well, I'll explain why here in just a moment. Also, the best place to hide if a nuke hits and 10 words that make you sound smart. It is Wednesday, the 18th of January of 2023. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Before we get to those stories... I got to tell you, yesterday at about this time, we were kicking off yesterday's edition of News That Didn't Make the News. And I evidently got all these Facebook messages from people <laughs> saying, it's not November. You were saying November? It's January. And it, I evidently I didn't do it once. I did it twice. Okay. And nobody these picked guys up on it. <laughs> nope. No. And this is exactly, and, I, and I'm reading this. And I'm like, but it doesn't, you know, I'm checking to see if maybe something triggered November. Yeah. Like, is that just, that's sort of how my brain works. Sure. Nothing. No, no evidence anywhere that could <laughs> give you a, None whatsoever. an excuse. And so at this point, I'm like, I got, I got to hear like what was leading up and what preceded yeah. it. And did I actually do this? And I had her pull up the air check and I played it back for myself. And I'm like, son of a bitch. It is Tuesday, the 17th of November. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, it is the 17th of November. We're Jeff and Jen. you even like. Right? We just said wow. it was a I know. <laughs> what in the world? We were in here when that happened. No, you both were sitting right here. Well, it's here. funny as you even questioned it and then like, you confirmed right? it. Yeah, I'm right. November. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Well, that's because I hilarious. heard you say that and I was thinking 17th. Yeah, it is the 17th. I wasn't listening to November. Neither was I, yeah. apparently. <laughs> it is Tuesday, the 17th of November. Is that right? Yeah, it is the 17th of November. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't that's make funny. We'll just yeah. rack it up to coming back from a long weekend. It was the first hour 
before of being on the radio. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know. We were still living still in, the high from our Sam Hubbard. Still in zombie mode. Down. So I very intentionally read the date this morning. As there January. you go. Yeah. Okay. Would you say you're more productive in the morning or the afternoon? Uh, if you said afternoon, which I actually tend to be, you're an outlier, at least according to this. A poll found the average office worker is actually most productive at 1022 in the morning. Oh, wow. And then it's all downhill from there. Yeah. <laughs> then forget about it. I don't think that works for us because that's of not our, our typical. Yes. So if you go to work at, say, 830, two hours later, you're most productive, essentially, right? If you get there, nine o'clock. We hit our, yeah, we hit our, typically for most people, we hit our first big slump at 127 p.m. And then another one on top of it at 206. It also found we tend to feel the most drained on Mondays and Fridays. The top things that drain us in a typical workday are too much time in front of the screen, the mm -hmm. computer screen. Yeah. Uh, constantly getting interrupted by colleagues and not taking breaks. Got to take breaks. You know, you got to do you that gotta, at 9 o'clock. A walk around, a little step outside for some fresh air. That's right. Not too much time. You got to come back. Mm -hmm. There are mornings, though, where I'm like, it's like 9 o'clock, and I realize I haven't gotten up since I got the coffee at 6. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? See, that's why you need one of these Apple watches or no, like a Fitbit. I don't. But no, I'm saying, get up and walk. No, it reminds you to move. I think it's the best thing. Like if you literally sit here for 50 minutes, when you have 10 minutes left in the hour, it'll say like time to move or time. And like you said, you don't even realize you yep. haven't gotten up. Now, when they ask you to move, do they expect you to stand all the way up? Or can you just kind of, you know, wave your arms around and wiggle your butt in your chair a I little bit? Does that count? To you. I mean, it I mean, will, does the does the watch recognize that? Can, can I just like go this? like this yes. with the watch hand? <laughs> Like this. Get off my back! For a couple of minutes, for a couple of seconds, it'll realize that you yeah. have been moving. Yeah. Because I mean, it's a people describe they define moving very differently. Like I'll never forget the doctor's appointment I went to with my aunt, and the doctor asked her if she was exercising, <laughs> and she says, "Yes, I am." And I said, "Walking from the couch to the refrigerator does not count." Shut up, kid. <laughs> oh, I was never allowed to go back with her to the doctor after that. That's funny. She would not let me. Right. She you will wait she in the car. She was so mad at me. But I mean, to her, that was exercise. Yeah. And it's like, no. Well, in the morning, also, before you guys get here, when I go to the printer to get some of our stuff that we need for the show, I do three laps around the top just to kind of like move mm -hmm. before I know I'm going to be sitting here for hours right yeah you gotta move uh so i got I, I got one of those watches that i guess it's a self-winding watch that they say you you, you never or you don't ever have to wind it you just have to wear it every day and that that mm -hmm. keeps oh, it yeah. uh, right mm -hmm. heard of those. Uh, so that to me in essence is sort of a way of saying okay you know like when when you get up you you got to put it on and when you put on the watch what does that mean it means you're going out and you're doing stuff you're gonna get stuff done mm-hmm well, in general, 38% of the people polled said they feel more productive working in an office, while 22% feel like they get more done working from home. I, I think it's different for everyone. Whatever your work style is, if you think you get more done at home versus being in, a, in an office or more of a collaborative environment, depending on what field you're in, then you got to do what works for you. Uh, and then 
everyone else outside of those two categories said it really doesn't make any difference. I'm as productive at home as I am at work. Noise levels and not being able to control the thermostat, however, were two things <laughs> that we don't like being in an office. So what's the best part of being in an office? Two-thirds agreed that it's being around coworkers, just having some adult conversation and being able to socialize yep. somewhat. Agreed. Yeah. You know? Totally. Especially if you got little ones at home. Sometimes you need a little adult conversation. Yes. Well, you missed that, too. Remember when we were all at home? I'm like, where are my friends? Where I need to be people? around my people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, your chances of dying. Moving on now to something a little darker. Your chances of dying in a nuclear blast. Yeah. Are about a billion times lower than falling down an open elevator shaft. Oh, I used to have nightmares. That was my recurring nightmare: was falling down an elevator shaft. What does it mean? I don't. Well, it all those all mean different things to different people. I have not analyzed that dream, but that was a recurring for me, and it was horrifying. I would wait. You know, have you ever woken up because you feel like you're falling, and oh, your yeah. body just kind of like jolt? jolt. Oh God, yeah. That's scary. Did you yep. ever dream of dying in a nuclear blast? You know, I haven't, but now that you've implanted it in my brain, I <laughs> might. Well, don't worry too much about it because your chances are about a billion times lower than falling down the open elevator shaft. Anyway, the reason I bring this up is because this new study came out and it, they, they figured out the best place to hide and take shelter if nukes start following. This following. is valuable information. Now, obviously, a bomb shelter is your best bet. Uh, back in the day, you know, they used to have, like in, in our parents' day, they actually had fallout shelters. You know, they had the signs, mm -hmm. especially with pre-war buildings, and it was like yellow and black, and it would have arrows pointing down to the entrance to the fallout shelter, and that's that was the nearest fallout shelter. That's where you're supposed to go in the event of a nuclear attack. I saw a story somewhere about celebrities building the that this has like become a thing for celebrities to build in their like really big fancy homes. Yeah, they not just celebrities, but like anybody who's people. wealthy, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that has the money to build these self-sustaining bunkers. Yeah, they're building bunkers. It's like a thing. Yeah, they had a psychologist on that was talking about that, and there it's it seems to be more prevalent in people who feel like they don't have control over their own life. Uh, but that's a whole other discussion. But anyway, uh, ideally, you want to be inside a sturdy structure. If you don't have a bomb shelter, you want to be inside a sturdy structure, not outside, and you want to get to the corner of a room as fast as possible, specifically a corner facing the blast. Facing the blast. Uh, the researchers did a bunch of computer simulations, simulations to see what happens when the blast wave hits different types of buildings. And, well, if you're too close, there's not much you can do. But if, you, if you're in the moderate damage the zone. The outskirts of it. Which is more than a mile or so away, you might have a chance. Okay. That's where the blast itself won't get you. But the shock wave and high winds from it could. So they looked at how a nuclear blast wave moves through a building. And the worst places to be are in hallways, doorways, oh, near wow. windows. Because that's where the airspeed from the blast is the highest because there's a wind tunnel effect. So hallways and doorway. I mean, hallways is where you go for a 
when tornado, we were kids yeah. for a tornado, and then doorways is where you go for an earthquake. Right. So people would probably instinctively head for one of those two locations, but in a nuclear blast, that's a no. Interior room in a corner, and you want to be facing where the blast came from, like you're going to know. Like you're going to, yeah. 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 Basement, right? He would, I, well, we have a uh, tornado room in our basement. See, what makes me nervous about the basement, though, in a nuclear blast, won't everything fall on you? Well, if you're far away, you just won't, you'll be below where the rays are going. If you're in the moderate damage zone. Come over my house, Jen. We have a we have a room in the basement that is like a tornado shelter because we live close to like a lot of farmland. And mm-hmm. it's totally underground and totally concreted and has a pretty good door. And was it built for that? Lock. I believe so. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. But if you do, though, you have to be at her house within one or two seconds after the blast. <laughs> right. Okay. You're never going to make it from our <laughs> Yeah, that's that's about how much time. Right. Okay, we're going to take a quick break here. Uh, Coming up, ten words to make you sound smart. But first, let's check the roads. We got Denise standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.